Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the AEW Dynamite preview. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Dressing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. <laughs> well, we well, not only review AEW Dynamite, but also AEW Collision, Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh! Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a video quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidge. Look ahead to Dynamite tonight and a Kenny Omega match, Sidge. Uh, Kenny Omega singles match Dynamite with what passes for a full house these days. I'm fairly certain in whichever arena they are in, like the upper bowl is going to be dimly lit, but you can't even tell, even when you're live, you cannot see that upper bowl. Mm. It's just, a, it's like space. Mm. So I'm fairly certain there's going to be close to, or maybe by the rate it's Gannon, over 5,000 people. Good. Wow. It's, it's I didn't realize it was that high. I knew that loads had come in last minute. Over 5,000. Over 5,000. That's great. I think 2,000 have shifted since the Mystico announcement for Rampage. Bloody hell. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, so I'm, I, if nothing else, I don't think the card looks amazing. Um... But can you make a singles match like a big hot crowd and AEW in Texas crowd law mm. is absolutely out the ass tremendous. So now I'm really uh, looking forward to it. So I just found the thing on WrestleTips. Oh, good for them. Look at that. 4,747 t- when they tweeted yeah. about that. That's 818 since yesterday that's been shifted. There's only 374 left. And you look at the map of... Is that the, the last WrestleTips tweet on the matter? Yeah, it's an hour ago, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh, hang on. Yeah, oh, there's some, some, yeah, bits around the back, basically. And they might get walk-up business as well. Yeah. yeah. Even if they don't, that's, uh, by their standards, it's going to feel like a dynamite, you know? The I Fort like Bend it. Epicenter, that's where they are. Fort Epicenter. I like um, um, dynamite that's light on matches when Kenny Omega's in action, too. Like, I don't need loads of matches because I've got a Kenny Omega yeah. singles match. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, people doing announcements and the usual synonyms they have for that on this one. But I think this is a good night for it. You don't want to have you don't want to have that thing where you if if he's not been on yet you're nervously looking at your watch thinking you're losing Kenny Omega singles match time yeah, here yeah. and stuff like that so I'm all for that. You think a Dynamite dozen battle royal main events? Logistically, it tends to open. Mm. Is well, it? They've already had people out there. Yeah, they yeah. can do that the makes sense, entrances yeah. on the. They've done like little mini kickoffs, kickoffs and pre-shows for everything like that. Did it at double or nothing when we were there? Yeah. 
So um, like, well, the graphics run. You could see them coming out before like the show, the pay per view stuff started. So I think logistically it makes sense for that to go first, and then there'll be some kind of callous involvement slash angle with Kenny. So you could do that as a main event seg. Carl Fletcher should be a tasty little match. This uh, should be different gravy. <laughs> I'm not expecting anything particularly ambitious. It's a bit of a cold story, basically. The tag team specialist with an injured partner vows to go into singles competition. Nice little sporting story there. Um, there's a bit of indirect history because Fletcher's aligned with Osprey, so you might get nods to those matches, maybe oh, course, in a push. Yeah. But I'm basically expecting. I was literally, I'm in the process of writing an article, um, Insane Wrestling Fan Backlashes, that nobody saw coming. And I make the point, one of the, spoiler alert, but go and check it out, whatculture.com slash WWE um, in the coming hours slash day. Um, I made the point that AEW is receiving a backlash right now. Mm -hmm. Brackets general. And I'm bored of some things that are still really functional and you have to do them. It's just been four years. One of which is that Top Star takes on, and I say this all the time, Top Star versus solid mid-card hand who's exciting, up-and-comer with loads of potential, veteran or maybe international import, and you go 12 to 15 minutes, the Top Star wins. And I've just realized over the last year, well, long past the days of Darby Allen being on the losing side, the losing side <laughs> of these matches, but more and more you realize they think he's a player. Watch out for that. Watch out for that Darby Allen. Mm. And then he wins the TNT title a year later. So these narrow losses against stars who were above him, matter. I haven't felt that. Mm. I loved it, man. He used to be able to see, like, right, you could see it in your head. Three proper tippy toppy guys. Four just underneath them, another six underneath them, another eight, and just the pyramid got bigger and bigger and bigger. It was amazing. It yeah. felt great, didn't it? Because you were like, well, Darby Allen's a perfect example because it was like he starts in that middle row and then he's like, he moves up almost instantly with the Cody draw. And then it's like the Those Moxley match and they're like, Moxley, like you can see Jericho, going up the pyramid. And it's, and it's you think, oh, he's wrestling the guys who are the top stars and he's getting closer and closer to beating them. And the Cody thing's in the background. It was a wonderful way to track their progress. I haven't felt watching this staple of a dynamite match, anything like I did for Darby Allen for those first 18 months, there's no one on that trajectory. There's no one I would believe is on that trajectory because it's way more haphazard in the book in these days. All of that said, this is that kind of match, but it's Kenny Omega, so it's going to be fantastic. Like He's going to give Kyle Fletcher loads. There are few... Who's better than Kenny Omega at that 2.99? He's yeah. in that uh, upper echelon Angle, Okada, Roman Reigns. Roman's got a lush one, hasn't he? Omega's yeah. um, is frighteningly good. There's like, they say 2.99. Excalibur says 2.99 ad infinitum. Mm. One more on top of that, just below the three, Kenny Omega can locate it. Like, he's so good. Remember the um, kick out at John Silver, All Out 2022, in that trios match? Oh, which, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. No, the speakers, oh it's God. playing, but the speakers are off. Oh, that's weird. Le you keep talking. I'll turn the speakers on because I don't like this. So I expect it to be a pretty simple back and forth in which Omega gives Fletcher a lot, but it's going to be an incredible match because it's a Kenny singles match. And I don't. it's one of those where I've seen Kenny for years 
it's no longer his stuff, like, just mind-blowingly state-of-the-art. Like, in 2017, when you're watching Kenny, in 2018, when you're watching Kenny, it's like, Jesus Christ, I didn't think this was possible to be this good. That has lost a little bit, but he's still so good that this will, every near fall in the last five will be out of this world. Like, Fletcher, this is the match of his life, realistically. Mm -hmm. I know he's done some big, big turns in New Japan, but this is the match of his life, realistically. This is, how good are you? Yeah. It's a million kick pad lads, like a million. How good is this guy? We're going to really see it tonight. We were talking about him and Danielson, obviously, very recently. And that was an excellent. Collision, and the one thing I thought of with regards to you, and like you say, he's done the stuff with Danielson, now he's doing it with Omega. We were talking about, mainly just more concerned about Danielson, that kick that he does to the head. And the thing I immediately thought of with you, because you always get me excited for it, is he's going to do that to Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega's going to go, oh, I remember that, and V-trigger your fucking head off. Yeah, nice class. Kenny Omega's also, I, a lot of Fletcher's stuff, it's a bit familiar. Mm-hmm. I can understand why some people would not be going absolutely, like, banana at the idea of, oh, we get to see more Kyle Fletcher on Dynamite. He works a style that is very, very... I don't want to say, is it played out or is it very familiar at least? He's a better singles wrestling than Aussie Open Hour Tag. You reckon? Opinion. Yep. I do, yeah. he, he's, he's got a they, lot they of see it, I think. I don't yeah. think this Danielson Omega thing is a mistake in the way that, like the headline is an Omega singles match, but I think there's something, I think they have seen something in Kyle Fletcher from the first time Aussie Open started working tags, but they don't see it in the tag team. And I agree. I don't, I'm, I don't think I've seen enough evidence from Aussie Open to say that we should see them as a major tag concern, but Fletcher... I think they see something. I think that's what this yeah. booking is. Like, you can almost obscure that he's having this run. And even if his style is a bit familiar, he's still excellent at it. Kenny Omega's the very best at it. And Fletcher's stuff looks killer. Like, it looks like he's really hurting people in there. And he isn't. Mm. He's safe. I'm not suggesting he's reckless. I'm just saying he's excellent at execution. Bret Hart was allowed to do <laughs> alliteration. And he, you know, wasn't a <laughs> <laughs> There's more Kenny, of that to come. Yep. <laughs> Kenny Omega is amazing, not just at the 2.99 kickout. In his most epic matches, which is probably won't be, it's a TV match, he's so good at selling, like he's got a splitting headache. You know what I mean? When the head drops mm-hmm. happen, and like he crumples, you can see it in his face, like he looks like he's just, his head has been rocked, and I think Fletcher will do some damage to his heed. I'm really looking forward to this. I, yeah, I, I will set expectations that I think Kenny Omega's best AW match of the year is was on TV. I think the Vikingo match was out of this world, like best sort of singles match. Like you did that within the parameters of Dynamite and within whatever confines television puts on you. Yeah, I think they could do it here. Um, Fletcher, yeah, Flet- I'm I'm not an Aussie Open guy, but Fletcher has grown on me. But I think it's because I'm kind of being instructed to lean in a little bit and see check his workout, and I think they see something in him. Uh, Don Callis, it's I understand why. But Don Callis has a, a bit of an accidental bad habit of kind of making everything about Don Callis when he's out there. And, like, why not, I suppose? Like, he's he matters, and this Kenny Omega story is centred around his relationship with Don Callis. But I'm assuming he's probably going to accompany him to ringside tonight. There's the Osprey link. There's the Callis family link. He bollocked him the other week, though. Kyle Fletcher. Callis bollocked mm-hmm. Kyle Fletcher, yeah. He did, yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of prove me wrong about that, you know, like about Fletcher getting the win over Omega here. I don't know. I'm not. I'm looking forward to this, and yet I'm not sure how good a job it can do of reheating Omega and Takeshi Omega and Callis and all that. It's not 
ever really been where it's needed to be, that story, has it? Yeah. But I'm excited for the Omega It's always so much better on paper, yeah. that story. They've never really done a wonderful job of um, selling it to me. Maybe Omega needs to cut... A, I love him. It's my, he's, he's either the very best or my favourite. Yeah. Sometimes both. I wish for once in his bloody life on TV he would cut this fired-up go-home promo. Just... He's not a traditional storyteller, mm. but I think maybe he needs to do a little bit more of that, like, now. It was the summer of 2019, and I was on a family holiday. That I basically had to drop everything because Sidgwick had messaged me saying, Hamlet, you need to go watch the Pro Bowl. He's got John Moxley right frigging yeah. now. Yeah. It was like a stop everything and watch, and that was before Dynamite even launched. And it was this great feeling of... Uh, Kenny Omega can't be a weekly TV star, excuse me. Yeah, That's like yeah, one yeah. of the promos of the year. He's just <laughs> cut there in a pre-tape because they've had to like backdoor into something else because John Mox is unexpected. They've lost a pay per view main event. How did the G1 go for you, John? <laughs> oh, I'm watching that when we get back in the office. Yes. Yeah. I remember One one. First one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, the, in terms of the singles matches, there's, there's only one other one on this show and it's AEW World Champion. I'm doing... Mm-hmm. Easy for that. Uh, versus Penta. Jay White versus Penta. You don't have to explain that when we're on YouTube. Yeah. Which you we can go and be. check out NXT review. And our, our review of this will, show will be on there tomorrow as well. Yeah, all going well. Jay White and Penta, it feels like there's one of these every week now. There was once a time when you needed a simple graphic drop to just send you your head clean off. Like, yeah. What? Oh, my God. This promotion has it all. He's got the roller decks with which he just, like, randomly draws a wrestler out, and it's class. It's everything you ever could have dreamed of. Jay White and Penner was absolutely that of three or four years ago. And that's not to say this won't be good, but I just... I don't know. Like, me and Sid have been talking about this over the desks. I'm worried slightly that they've taken some of the... Um, nervous energy that would have been circling the MJF-Jay White. They'll get it on the night. The Jay White-MJF match on the night, Jay White will have you believe in. But on the run-up, I no longer feel like Jay White is that guy. When they very first set this match up, I think the first thing I said, well, this is great. He's the perfect opponent. Like, he just spoils things by taking people's titles. And he's taken it literally. And it's, <laughs> it's spoiled the story. It's spoiled the suspense. He beats Penta. Uh, there'll be at least one just terrifying neck bump that Jay White will take because he'll spend most of the match avoiding it. He'll take it. There'll be tremendous satisfaction when Penta hits him, but Jay White gets the win. Possibly with gold help, but he doesn't need it. He could beat him clean. He doesn't need it, um, but I suspect they'll lean on. It's just that's the heel Jay White wants to be. Did it with Ghetto. He's now doing it with the Bing Bing Ging. Um, I get it. I'm not eight years old. I understand that they want you to think that, well, if the Bing Bing Ging get involved at full gear, we've seen the pattern on television. Jay White wins when they are involved. Um, I get it. I understand what they're doing. I know what wrestling is at this point. I'm 38. <laughs> oh, God, I'm 38 years old. Um, but I just... I'm receiving Jay White now as an upper mid-carder getting the chance to do a main event. He does not feel, and I don't know what it is, I think he's been mostly fantastic after a rough first six weeks. I thought he was excellent on collision. It yeah, excellent on collision, yeah. Like he was kind of summing the whole thing up as the leader of the group. I thought he came across brilliantly. Yeah, like he's... I've seen glimpses of the JY I know JY can be. But even when he's at his hottest, he's always got something in him that mm. just, I don't know, just removes me from the idea that he's as good as people say. Um, I like an incredibly decisive, clean win just to convey, no, 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 that we're all in on this push. We're all in. Mm. It's not just for this pay-per-view cycle. 
I'd know. All in 2018 is where this match belongs. Yeah, I know. This would have been an absolute ripper on the all in 2018 yeah. card. Oh, how have they done this? Uh, it's just oh, the elite pulled this together. An obvious win. I hope they do it with a little bit of conviction. Um, I think at this point, they need to do some kind of really hot angle because they've tried two angles with which to advance this story and neither have gone particularly well for very different reasons. They need a hot angle or a really hot go home nearer the time. For now, this is maintenance. And you get maintenance masquerading as like a really good match, but I think really good's the ceiling. What is going on up here? <laughs> He's got a bit planned. I've got an idea. Oh, you, you, you saying that mm-hmm. and the uh, the all in twenty eighteen. I was just googling to double check. I was right. All in twenty eighteen. Penta versus Kenny Omega. Of course, mm-hmm. what happened post match? Chris Jericho dressed up as Penta. So they win decisively. Quite right. Should win. No interference and beaming. And then maybe they get Penta up again. They're like, "It's going to happen to you, Max." And they do the the punch from uh, from Juice. Knock him out. Left hand of God. I love where this is going. He's down. Uh, Jay White stands over him with the world title, right? Lights go down. Lights come back up. Nothing seems to have changed. Hmm. Huh? Weird. Huh? Problem with... Someone forgets to pay the light bill. <laughs> <laughs> Who walks out onto the stage? Not Maxwell Jacob Freeman, because he's getting ready for the beautiful diamond ring match later. He's not in it. He'll commentate. What? Yeah, it's, it. nah, they're doing the thing well, where... Oh, you get a shot at the... He fights him next week. He fights the winner. Ah, okay, fine. Well, he's it's getting ready to commentate, but he's, so he's busy. Um, <laughs> who walks out onto the stage? But the devil. Right? Jay White goes, get him, boys. Right? The devil. This is going so well. I love this. I absolutely f***ing love this booking, Wilborn. Get, get there, get there. Juice and the guns run up the stage to go after the devil. Yeah. And then whoever the penner is, because it's not actually penner, rips the mask off. Yeah. And then... You can either have it be the devil or MJF. I don't it's, know what you're excited about here. It's MJF and the point score for hey! me. He gets his belt back, and that's how he's done it, yeah. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's And now, think what's great about that is, like, that's why it's Penta. Anybody on the roster could have this match, and it's that's why it's Penta. You've, this was PKW stuff. We're like, why? Why this pairing? And then they reveal it on the night. Like, that's why. That was class. Yeah. You've done it. That's the... Oh, you've got a baby. One or all. It's usually me who does the fist I know, I to weird. you. I, 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 I know, I just took it already. I did it. Come on, give me the give me the butter. I'm on the roll. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my butter? Uh, let's talk about the uh, Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal then. Um, it's Juice Robinson. It's Juice Robinson. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Dustin Rhodes cut that nice impassioned promo, um, which I was was really uh, enjoyable on, on Collision. I was but expecting it, more of those promos, and it was just Dustin. I know. I'm going to be the world champ, actually. Shut me up. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be Juice, isn't it? It's going to be Juice Robinson, obviously. I'll see if there's any announcements about who else is in this. I've got any idea. I've not seen anything personally. Um, Yeah, it's Juice Robinson. He's going to win. They have told you. They have signposted that he's going to win. So the the intrigue here, I guess, is what stories they use the vehicle that is a battle royale to tell in the mid-card, how they advance certain things. Um... Like, what's going on? Is there any, because we don't know the field, right? Is there any way that Juice doesn't win and somebody else does and that ties into the attackers in the Bullet Club, Gold, the Bing Bing Ging? Like, Bing Bing Ging were, they beat up Andrade, for example, and he's not been seen since. Like, he could be the one to 
defeat Juice surprisingly here, and then you could do Andrade versus them. Before, like, just, I'm, I think it's Juice too, but I'm just saying, like, without knowing that field, is there something else you can fold into Bing Binging that then you can also fold into the attack on Jay White? Well, Roosh? Yeah. Uh-huh. With a ring, with the way that they are telling their particular story, what if Juice Robinson doesn't win? And Max Caster wins the ring. Ooh. Yes. Proposal. That, they did it on yeah. collision, but they no. could do it again. Tony Khan, 22 times. He <laughs> likes to do things like, he likes to repeat certain things. Yeah. Well, we know here. two of the entrants. There's 10 to go. It's time to play the game! Time to play time the game! Time to play the game! Time to play the game! Five each. Yeah. No skips. Jesus oh, all Christ. Right, all right, no skips. Uh, I've got to get my kids from after school club, man. Uh, Sige. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, well, I'll tell you something about this after school club. Oh, boy. <laughs> when we finish this podcast. Jesus Christ. Uh, tell me stop. Um, pick, pick a number. Mine closing earlier this year was like an atomic bomb on my life. Oh, now we had to like sort another one. Will you alternate it? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me when to stop, Sitch. Pick a number between one and five. Stop four. Brian Cage. Take it. Good start. Stop two. Who the f*** is Griff Garrison? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Sige. Stop five. <laughs> no, it's not Matt Hardy. Nope, uh, it's better. I'm going to hand it over to one Michael Hamlet. Yeah! yeah! Jeff Jarrett! Dude, definitely, he just should be in there just to do the fake, I know we talked about him yeah. earlier, the fake last person, throw him over the top, celebrate. He should oh, 100% yeah. be in this match as well, shouldn't he? Yes. Of course he will. I think he will be, I think he will yeah. be. Uh... Stop four. Malachi Black. Yeah, fine. Injured, but doesn't matter. It's fine. Keep going. You don't understand the power of your diamond ring, and it's not what I put in my fist. It's about what the diamonds actually mean. And what do you symbolize? Symbolism, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually. Stop one. Uh, Samoa Joe. Okay. Nah, because he'd have to win. Okay, pick a number, another number on that. Two. Row. Satnam Singh. Great. Great. <laughs> Throwing people out for Jeff. Yeah. Uh, stop one. Peter Avalon. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Stands the reason one of them losers are going to get in the match. What are you doing here? <laughs> oh, he's still here. Stop four. Max Caster. <gasps> oh, how many have we even got left? Uh, got you started. Yeah. You? Max Caster, Brian Cage, and Satnam Singh. So, yeah, you got, you got three and you got two Singh. more. Yeah. I've got three. I've got two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. Four. Yeah. Lance Archer. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Go big lads. Stop three. John Moxley. Yep. Not gonna happen. Well they're gonna make his return in the match, but you know, none <laughs> of this matters, so that's <laughs> can he not does uh, uh, a dynamite doesn't battle royal doesn't have that last special person that they save a special nickname for. John Moxley couldn't be the the that Joker, baby. <laughs> I've done that on YouTube yet. No, that's true, yeah. This is true. There's been no jokers in wrestling of late. They? Like WWE have kept away from like Joker and yes. characters. No battle royals in AEW. It's surprising that after like an abundance of jokers. There's an abundance of jokers. Way too many jokers for all, isn't it? Stop. Uh, one. Uh, Christian Cage. Aye, all right. Stop. Four. Austin Gunn. Helping Juice. Yeah, all right. Uh, That's me doing, isn't it? Last one for me then. Stop. Oh, five. I, was, I, was, I was, wasn't scrolling there. Oh, you can have that one actually. The one oh. I stopped at five. Yep. Commander. Probably right. in it. Yeah, it's a mad bollocks, and they just shove him off the top. Yeah, yeah. See you later, guys. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good battle royal. 
I mean, <laughs> come we on, book Joel Salen's limit. We were booking yeah. Juice. I'm going to book Jeff Jarrett to win, but still. Yeah. Um, cool. Tick. That's take care of. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Also on this show, I'm scared to do this, Michael Sidgwick is the is the rated R rebuttal from Adam Copeland. <laughs> I want to see if he mentions the Ricky Starks thing. Have we gone off to Copa? Like, we, had, we haven't had a referendum, a rated R referendum yet, have we? We have like, not had a rated R referendum, but <laughs> I made this point right after that collision segment was horrendously received. Yeah. I tried to keep my perspective because I'd maybe be lying if I didn't think initially... Bit much of the Copa, isn't it? Bit much of the Copa. But I also made the point with perspective how many times Michael Hamflet, mm-hmm. having me and you sat here, you and I sat here in the studio, my. If you fewered yourself there, right? Yes. <laughs> my wonderful place, this sancti- the sanctum, yeah, sanctuary, <laughs> and said, well, Nice to see them for a week, and mm-hmm. I'll see you again next yeah. month or whatever. They are... Well, I'm talking about quality, not quantity. Um, I think you should have him. It's a big match for Christian. Yeah, yeah. He should be allowed of the show, basically. The, the, the uh, there should been. be a core of people all over the show yeah. to reinforce the idea that they are stars. Because Michael Hamflet, we know, doesn't love you know these six and a quarter star matches. No, 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 no. Doesn't no. love these absolutely incredible, energetic, authentic, alive, unscripted promos. No, 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 no. He likes it. When wrestlers appear on a television program more than once, familiar faces. 
and heels. <laughs> Dickhead. Um, but overfamiliarity, skits. Yes. yes. So, all the way down there. So Copeland Jeff being Jarrett. gear. Yeah. Copeland being here, there, and every friggin' way. Yeah. Pr- on, on principal level is probably correct. Um, that collision segment was ass. <laughs> it sucked ass. It, it sucked really ass. Sucked ass. Socks owned him, so that's like, if nothing else. I corn Adam corn con. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's dead. <laughs> Pedge. Pedge. Hell <laughs> of a run. Hell <laughs> of a run, Copa. Oh, Pedge Jones. <laughs> corn cob Jones. Aye, <laughs> right, so we put corn cob in his place, didn't he? But like, so that's good for Ricky Starks because this is that, you know, go get yourself over, kid. That's kind of what the unscripted promos are supposed to do, isn't it? Like make yourself, no, make yourself famous, make just yourself like old Tick said. But uh, but old Adam Corn Cob was a little bit like Adam CM Punk Jones. There wasn't he? He's like the business is not with me, kid. Yeah, the business yeah. is with, like that was the moment where it was the sort of uh, the apology needs to be as loud as disrespect. Yeah, yeah. Richard. <laughs> Or double cancelled corn cob. <laughs> 1990s comebacks. <laughs> Just radiated loser energy, didn't it? Yeah. Like, Christian Cage must have been... Kid. <laughs> kid. <laughs> Christian Cage must have been sitting on that, like, turnbuckle going like, this is why they've always favoured me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs> the office back there, they don't like me. Yeah. And these people, this is why they go for me. Yes. Adam. Just be cooler. Great. <laughs> he was one step away from going, uh, Ricky Starks, more like Ricky Twat. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry. Yeah, you, like a Ricky Twat. <laughs> yeah, you should have had your glasses on, Ricky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember the last stages of Vinci used to do that? He'd just get pissed off and go, oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> Give me a f- breeding. It's, yeah. it's the, honestly, the December 18. A day that lives in law history in modern <laughs> wrestling. I think it was December 18. Yeah. That was the Dark Order a year after. And then December 18 or 17, whatever, um, was the... We haven't been doing a very good job for you guys lately. Oh, wow. McMahon promo. That's interesting. They were like a year apart then. So. I think it was a couple of days, maybe. Right. But anyway, just from what you're saying about Vince, when he just like loses... Rag, just lose it. Like you came out and <laughs> Vincent, the idea here is that you kind of have to apologize. You have to show us, and you, you you've got one job, and that's to say, just to work these stupid marks into thinking you're going to do a better one to grant yourself a stay of execution for like a couple of months, so you get the people on squared circle going. Well, my my, Mister Vince said it's going to get better, and you don't believe him. Servants with man, servants, servants with man. Book Hall Jones. Was this not something to do with them thinking they had the elite? It's something. That's yeah. a, that's the theory. They, they thought, oh, I've got ah. a big surprise for you. But they didn't have them. But anyway. <laughs> it's great. That. So Got the young bucks, maybe. The whole point of that segment, even if they themselves did not believe these words, and they just realized, <laughs> oh, this is the worst we've ever been. <laughs> uh, we should probably, you know, make some bollocks up. Even if that was the point, you should still pretend. You guys are right. We've been wrong. We're going to do a better job for you guys. Vince McMahon comes out, arsehole, and just does this thing. First thing he says is, well, welcome to Monday Night Raw. It's the best that's been on the longest. Uh, but one thing's for sure, can't do this by myself anymore. And then the crowd start going, what? And he goes, he goes, 
one man's brilliance. One man's, and he goes, despite one man's brilliance and one man's vision, I sure can't do it by myself anymore. And then he goes, what? <laughs> what? It, it takes him two seconds for the red mist to descend. I can do it without you guys, though. <laughs> it's like, you're meant to be telling them that they're right, you stupid old arsehole. It's, it's, if you go back and watch it, knowing everything that's followed, it's ridiculous television. Triple H, like, you blew my spot, Dad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Stepping on all our dicks, Dad. And mine's from. massive. And it ain't made out of plastic. <laughs> Watching that. And then the Kenny Omega program. Yeah, yeah. Home. Actually, what's the time? Uh, <laughs> you sing my gag. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's going to... Uh, him and Christian Cage going to get into it again. Yeah. Book a match. Yeah. Stick the graphic up. Let's have it. Full I've gear. Always full gear. Mid-November, is it? Early November. Full gear 2023 is... It's the week. 21st? Is, yeah. Close. 22nd? 23rd? 20th? 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 The 19th! The 18th! 18th. 18th. Oh, 18th of November. 18th Saturday night. Saturday! Hang on. What happens to college? <laughs> it's on a Saturday! That's what Wikipedia's yeah. telling oh, me. Oh, fuck. Uh, I won't be able to come in at work and cover it, because I'll be in the next week doing Survivor Series, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming on Sunday. Yeah, so it's literally in one month's time today. Yeah, stick the graphic out. Yeah, like, Edge it. and Christian, it's happening. With the only it. thing we've got on there right now, obviously, is MJF and Jay White. So. Yeah. Um, Gee, but uh, speaking of Christian Cage and his family, uh, <laughs> tonight, Jim Ross sits down with Nick Wayne and his wife. Is that a requirement? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't interviewing some old group of kid. Where's her mother at? <laughs> a lot of people have already made the joke on Twitter. I was gutted as soon as I saw the graphic yeah. drop. I, like, I was like, all right, okay, let's have a scroll. Ah, people have done the jokes. <laughs> well, he's more interested in one of the other interview subjects or two of the interview subjects, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Jim Ross likes tits. He just, honestly, man, if you follow him on Twitter, yeah, he, I only see one thing that he ever does right. Ever. Men are only interested in one thing. <laughs> Two things, actually. Uh, Jim Ross, maybe at a push, he'll retweet some praise that's been directed at him. Mm -hmm. And it's usually like, hey, I think this uh, EW thing sucks, but uh, Jim <laughs> Ross is good. Repost, 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 repost. Or maybe there's something from, is he still doing Grill and JR? I don't know. I don't so. really look far that far yeah. down the chart. I <laughs> <laughs> got him. Got him. Every day, there is a, a woman who's, like, Twitter famous. She's got a following. And uh, it's a daily thing of, like, I woke up feeling fabulous. And it's a blonde woman with big tits. And Jim Ross, oh, yeah, 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 you do look fabulous, actually. And then just repost, retweet, retweet. <laughs> Oh my god! There are your the likes. So you know, ones. So you know, like you know, like sometimes you go on Twitter. I, I'm so guilty of this when they go like, "Oh man, don't click on the hidden replies." What's the first thing you're gonna do? I was like, "I'll just see how true to life this is." Look at this, right? So he's you know, tweet like a rock. You like tweet from a rock. Oh, I know I hired Dewey. I got him his first contract in the Federation. Everybody only had seven bucks to his name. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes Red Velvet, Tory Wilson, Anna J, Tory Wilson. Is this, uh, is this his likes? Yeah, this is his likes. Oh, Joe Scott. Oh, yeah, tonight on Dynamite, I'm doing this. Oh, a bit of Orange Cassidy. Uncle Dax. I don't know much about titties. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, with a cat. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> oh, Big Bear of Tits. <laughs> From WWE Purport. Oh, he's a dirty old bastard. And who's that? Is that Scott? No. Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson, yeah. It's just a, a girl. Blind white kid's daughter. No, I'm not going to say it. WWE NSFW. Paige on Santa Money Rose doing something together. Bill Watson. Make an awful lot of money. You're going to make an awful lot of money. You make an awful lot of money with athletic only fans. <laughs> Just I'm mesmerized by this now. Because he still looks at looks at Ted. Yeah, yeah. Then another random one from Hugh Jackman. <laughs> what? I'm a huge Jackman. <laughs> I like me some huge Jackman. Page fans out, of course. Page fans out promoter only fans. Yeah, like. and she's wearing next to nothing, Jim. It's just got no clothes on, pretty much, Jim. What's the segment again? <laughs> <laughs> it's a. <laughs> A uh, little action figure of him next to his barbecue sauce. Okay. <laughs> Let's try the gym, the big gym trifecta. <laughs> Tits barbecue sauce. <laughs> Oklahoma. Famed praise of AEW. <laughs> uh, yeah, he sits down with the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's just honestly. It's baseball chicky. I think that's the one I always see. That's baseball chicky. I woke up feeling fabulous, and it's always like a, a plunging neckline shot, and he's just like. Yep, fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> he likes tits more than trios matches, I'll tell you that. Who doesn't? <laughs> I like trios matches loads. <laughs> he sits down with... Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just in a bad <laughs> He sits down with Nick Wayne and Nick Wayne's mom. This segment is... <laughs> It's got loads of potential. Yeah, though. I'm really looking forward to this, actually. <laughs> I, I'm going to be, right, I'm trying to think of all the moments that I've been so locked in. I'm going to drink. I've been so locked in to AEW, man. I'm trying to think of the moments in these four years that I've mostly enjoyed so much. That have meant so much to me. That provided me with such valuable escape. Where I've been totally locked in. I'm thinking the last five minutes of Omega Osprey 2. Yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, Cody Rhodes and Dustin. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about that MGF CM Punk pull apart. Where the moments where the app... And bear in mind how much this actually means in this day and age when our hands are glued to our devices, those moments... Is that glue? Where in these days where our phones are permanently glued to our hands, the last thing during these moments that I ever think about doing is reaching for it. Mm. I'm going to have one of those moments tonight when I'm looking at Jim Ross and what he's looking at <laughs> and who he's paying attention to. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice kid. Shut up. Your mother's talking. <laughs> um, look, for weeks and months and whatever, these sit-downs would be promoted, and you'd be like, look, Jim Ross could go either way. Sometimes they're a bit wishy-washy, and it's like 10 seconds, and then back to the live crowd. Sometimes they're great, and they get the characters over. Unfortunately, right now, 
were in the meme era because of the uh, pre-all-in-one with Kenny Omega and the Bing Bing. It's the funny shit. Like, you just... What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Got a camera off me. Like, so, they've kind of moved into a new uh, space. Sphere, yeah, saying, like, I got excited about Las Vegas. The uh, the graphic itself is part there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so part like, so I don't know. This, I, I, I think this could go silly, and it could be great, yeah. but I think it could go silly rather than serious. I think what's going to happen here, and Wilbur, I might need your help with this, mm-hmm. right? Is that I think that the whole idea here is that you're going to have like Nick Wayne say something horrible to his mother, mm. um, and Jim Ross is going to be like appalled by it. He's the best pearl clutcher in the game. So I think that's why Jim Ross is doing that. He meant to get Nick Wayne over as a heel. So the basic setup here is that Nick Wayne is just going to have no remorse for his actions. And his mom's going to plead with him. His mother's going to plead with him. And he's just going to say to Jim Ross's disgust, and he's the best at registering this disgust, uh, Wilborn, you do a good mom. What could Nick Wayne say to his mom? Oh. Because you're good at saying the word mom. That's why I'm setting it up. Okay. I thought you were going to say she was going to ground him. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then what, Wilbur? Uh, <laughs> not to promote the competition. <laughs> he grounded it. Battlegrounded. Put mom! But you're very good at saying mom. So if he's going to say an insult and put mom in yeah. it somewhere, what is he going to say, Wilbur? Uh, he's just really good at saying mom. Uh, or he could say something like... Uh, he's going to say, like, "Oh, you know, why don't you, you know, respect your, your you know, your, your parent here?" And, he, and Nick Wayne's going to say something like, "Christian's my father, but I don't have no mom." <laughs> good, very good. Until I met Christian Cage, I was an orphan. Yeah, yeah, really horrible stuff like that. Yeah, uh, sticks my ass, mom. <laughs> uh, slams the door and leaves. It's shot in his bedroom. Chairs <laughs> like, "Well, we're on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he ain't coming back." <laughs> uh, what's next with Sting? Retirement, apparently. Like, what? I don't think so. But that's no, there's an uh, implication. I think with this graphic, and there's been a few. They'll, might, they'll probably tease it. Yeah, a few X posts kicking around. I think I somebody's going to beat him up real bad. Um, but in the build-up, he's going to be AW pretty good at this. They'll like just seed something, but then you'll never quite get to hear what the person was going to say because they'll get interrupted by something that creates this reason for them to. Do that instead. A very natural feeling diversion. So I think it's going to be with Tony Schiavone, isn't it? This thing's going to say, look, it's been, it's not just been an amazing three years, four years in AW, it's been an amazing 33, 43 years, whatever. And then just at TBS. Yeah, just as you think he's getting to some, the some, station. some real piece of garbage comes out and beats him up. Ooh. And then you just, you work. Darby's still embroiled in hostilities with Christian Cage and that lot. Yeah. So it could be the Cage, yeah. It's weird how it's justing. Mm. It just feels like, oh, is this going to be one of those penny drop? Uh, what's a bit alarming here, sobering whatever, is that I think people are maybe manifesting some kind of shock retirement speech or certainly a tease because Sting has not looked good this year. He had that make good tag against the goatless sex gods with Sting and Derby after that debacle at Forbidden Door. Coffee match was nice. Coffee match was nice, but it wasn't as... Oh, Sting's jumping off stuff and going that... He did, but, you know, it's not... Oh, my God, if they arrange this so elaborately, 
you can create the spot where it feels like it's 1997. That was the magic of the Sting run. Mm. That specific, there's been good triumphant layout matches with Sting, but that magic and that energy of like that, that makes you turn into a child, like the Forbidden Door off the Tunnel 2022 with the Young Bucks. I mean, oh my god, that's gone. R.I.P. So maybe there's been an acceptance. He did not look good when he got beaten I down either. Tell you, you could leave him looking like a pile of trash. Wardlow. I was just thinking that, yeah. Walks in. Enough, like, well, I don't care what you're going to say, because frankly, it's taking up enough of my time and everybody else's big power bomb. What did you refer to it as? It's not the symphony anymore, is it? It's uh, the blast beats. The blast beats, and just walks out. So that it's not night. Well, Wardlow, what's your explanation while I do? So I'd walk out, like, don't know you sting, out you go. Like, and there's a, a big program. Darby Allen could want a piece of Wardlow for that. How dare you? Sting's in the hospital, all that kind of stuff. And you've got Wardlow's massive new, like, program as this new sort of angry version of yeah. himself. Like that, or a, a returning Roosh, although that, that might be more of a collision thing. Obviously, we saw the video yeah. package for that and re-established them. I'm excited to see Could what Could he want uh, CJ Perry to be his manager? Just <laughs> trivialise it. Follow him in the footsteps of Action Andre and see right. what happened to him. That's right. Uh, finally, uh, tonight... Um, oh, no women's match advertised. Uh, but Tony Storm is going to debut her new blockbuster, possibly, I suppose, alongside a match. I'm, I'm being glib there. You are, but you're right to be glib. Mm. Um, I I wonder if this is just a new device where... I should take back some of the stuff I said last week, by the way, because I didn't quite realise at the time until we were mid-talking about it that a lot of the silent movie stuff happened picture in picture. It was all picture in picture. Because you and I were watching it on fight going... It's been like three minutes, lads. There's a war going on. What are you doing? I don't know if it was because of that or just general apathy towards the Adam Cole and Roderick Strong skits, but it does feel like some people are starting to sell their stock in Tony Storm. I'm not one of them. The matches are too good. Yeah. Like, she can do what she wants with the characters because the matches deliver, and this division needs that as much as it needs this character to get over. But I have seen, seen a bit of backlash towards this. I week. hated the stuff last week. I just, it was cringeworthy. Um, but I'm still, I haven't sold my stock in Tony Storm. Maybe this is just an, another way of doing a silent feature where she can do, that could be their picture in picture for this week. And it's a device that they can experiment with. Perhaps before a match for her, because it's going to be on this show by the looks of it, a five minute squash. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like who are the, who are the women on this graphic? Tony Storm and Nick Wayne's mom. Yeah. It's got to be something. <laughs> there has to be something. Well, before we uh, wrap up, and before we actually even get to the name of the game, there's one last thing to do, Serge, and uh, we have to talk about the aim of the game. The aim first. of the game is to identify to the hour, minute, and second the first time you hear the first note of the first women's entrance theme for the only women's match on Dynamite, and we played this game to underscore, italicize, and embolden the apathy, the criminal lack of care, attention, thought, passion for this obligation of a women's division that they perceive it to be. It worked a lot more when it was always penultimate um, segment stuff, but nonetheless... We will play the game. The name of which is Well, this is Ladies Night. I'm drinking. Shout as always to Adam Blair at Adam Wilton Four and Jose Palomares at the Ho Eleven. Uh, the guys who always take care of the um, <laughs> for this sort of thing. Sid won again last week. Yeah, nine correct <laughs> guesses for the year. Hamlet on seven, and me on five. So Sid, why don't you uh, go first on this? Where, where possibly could they put the, the only women's match if there is one? That we've on manifested, this show? yeah. I've got 50 minutes left here, boys. Sorry. It's all right. I've been on loads of fun. <laughs> wait there, wait there, wait there. It's just taking a while. It's just taking a while, you know? 
It's just taking a long old time. Uh, so I will go for one hour, 22 minutes, whatever the goddamn frigate is, 31 seconds. Sorry, what was that? One hour, 22, 31. Uh, I'll go one hour. I'm going to say they're going to give Kenny the main event and loads of it. So, uh, like, I'm going to just say first hour for this thing that we've imagined. Uh, not in a way they want to put support, just sort of get out of it. 45 minutes. That's top of the hour, adjacent. Dead. Oh, I see. I see what you've done there, yeah. Um, What's he done? He's, he's put it there, then they get out of the way just before the top of the hour. Oh, right, yeah, like, like, dude, like, five-minute match, and then he got a top of the hour. Chris Jericho. That's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The top of the hour stuff that we need to get to. I'm going to go one twenty-one. Fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm way behind. I need to, need to pull this back. There we go. And boom goes the If dynamite. there is no match. <laughs> <laughs> if there is no match and it's just... It's only something. Is that what we're counting? Uh, no, it's not a match. Oh. So we'll just uh, berate them for not even... That, that's how they've defeated ladies' nights. Yeah. Well, we'll give you no women's matches, we'll smart try, asses. Well, how can we stop this? We've tried one and a half women's matches. We've tried moving it about. Sick of those dumb Brits. No, women, no women's matches at all. I suppose that technically counts. This bad watch. Uh, right, let's know your thoughts ahead of AEW Dynamite tonight on X uh, at What Culture WWE. Well, actually, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Cedric <laughs> at <laughs> M Sedgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts. The NXT review is available right now. Or if you want to watch it on our YouTube channel, it's available there. Uh, what Culture Wrestling podcast on YouTube. And still just time if you want to get tickets for our live show on the 21st of November at the Mosaic Tap in Newcastle upon time, whatculture.com forward slash tickets for that one. But for now, it's been the Dynamite Preview. My thanks to Michael Sidrick, to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.